Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Brady and the Bucks dominate. We knew we were playing a great football team and we got the job done. President's pandemic push. It's time for schools to reopen safely, safely. Stubborn virus variant. The vaccine didn't protect against mild to moderate infection. Good morning, I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup. On the biggest stage in sports, one of the greatest performers of all time came through yet again. As the Tampa Bay Buccaneers rolled past the Kansas City Chiefs 31-9 in Super Bowl 55. Here's CBS's Steve Futterman. He may be 43. Here's Brady's pass. It's Gronkowski. He may be with a new team. Brady play action. End zone. But when the game ended last night, Tom Brady was yet again on the winning side. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers have a second Super Bowl title. The call on CBS, Brady won his record seventh Super Bowl, his first with Tampa Bay after winning six with the New England Patriots. And Brady was the star. Three touchdown tosses. That combined with the stifling Tampa Bay defense, which allowed only three field goals, turned the game into a rout. We came together at the right time. I think we knew this was going to happen tonight, didn't we? And the Buccaneer fans, not necessarily following social distancing guidelines, also celebrated. The pandemic limited the Super Bowl crowd to 25,000. President Biden told CBS's Nora O'Donnell he expects next year's Super Bowl will be played in a full stadium. And White House correspondent Nancy Cordes says he's pushing ahead with a massive COVID relief bill and wants schools open again. You have to have fewer people in the classroom. You have to have ventilation systems that have been reworked. President Biden told Nora O'Donnell that federal guidance for a return to school is coming this week. Our CDC commissioner we just named is going to be coming out with science-based judgment within, I think, as early as next Wednesday as the layout, what the minimum requirements are. The president also laid out some of his red lines in the next COVID relief bill. You've said you're not compromising on the $1,400 checks. No. He said he is willing to deal on some things, like lowering the income cutoff for stimulus checks and holding off on a $15 minimum wage but on other provisions like $400 a week unemployment benefits for the next six months, Mr. Biden is holding firm. Reports say House Democrats are set to propose expanding the child tax credit to $3,600 per child under six and $3,000 per child up to age 17. Tomorrow, former President Trump's second Senate impeachment trial opens with a Republican Party divide. Pennsylvania's Pat Toomey tells CNN. I think it is constitutional. I think it's clearly constitutional to conduct a Senate trial 
with respect to an impeachment. In this case, the impeachment occurred prior to the president's leaving office. But he's in the GOP minority. South Carolina's Lindsey Graham on Face the Nation. It's not a crime. I mean, uh, the House is impeaching him under the theory that his speech created a riot. When you look at the facts, many people had already planned the to attack the Capitol before he ever spoke. It appears there will be few witnesses called. Mr. Trump has declined a request to testify. South Africa has halted the use of the AstraZeneca vaccine because it offers minimal protection against the variant that's now propelling much of the spread there. CBS's Vicki Barker. It was a small study, but team leader Shabir Mahdi says it showed the AstraZeneca vaccine was only 10% effective against South Africa's new variant. Even if you were to have a larger study, you're pretty much unlikely to actually get to a vaccine efficacy readout of even 40 or 50%. Scientists are hopeful that the AstraZeneca vaccine will be shown to prevent the most severe cases. What it apparently can't do is stop the spread of the variant that now accounts for 90% of South Africa's COVID cases. Here at home, correspondent Jonathan Viglia has more on the ordinance in Long Beach, California that boosts pay for grocery workers on the front lines. Bertha Ayala has worked the butcher counter at the Long Beach Food for Less for 14 years. Last year was the busiest and hardest. When you go to work every day, do you worry about your health? Oh, yeah. She's diabetic, 61 years old, and working six days a week because she was told her job is essential. When Long Beach passed a mandate for hazard pay late last month, requiring chain grocery stores to pay $4 an hour more for at least 120 days, parent company Kroger announced the store was one of two closing. Their reason? The store couldn't afford to stay open. Do you feel like you're stuck in the middle of politics here? Yes. Ayala's union says her Food for Less store saw sales from March to August rise 29% from the year before and says according to financial records, Kroger, the largest grocery chain in the country, earned twice as much last year as the previous year. Viewers and advertisers are taking stock of the commercials that aired during the Super Bowl. CBS's Deborah Rodriguez says some went for laughs, others for the heartstrings. There's a chapel in Kansas standing on the exact center of the lower 48. Bruce Springsteen's spot for Jeep and a pitch for America to come together was a winner. So were Winona Ryder and Timothy Chalamet spoofing Edward Scissorhands for Cadillac. This is the story of a boy with scissors for hands. Amazon scored with a steamy ad featuring Michael B. Jordan as Alexa. Uh, Alexa, dim the lights. Also getting ups to be Diggs and Big Bird for DoorDash. And just weeks after her turn at the inauguration, 22-year-old Poet laureate Amanda Gorman recited a poem before kickoff honoring teachers, vets, and healthcare workers. They've taken the lead, exceeding all expectations and limitations, uplifting their communities and neighbors as leaders, healers, and educators. Now to Utah, where four skiers were killed in an avalanche in a popular canyon outside Salt Lake City. Police Sergeant Melody Cutler says there was no warning of any trouble. These people were out just enjoying the sunshine and the beautiful weather and thought they'd go for a great ski and have it end in a tragedy like this. Four others were buried but managed to dig themselves out. Fourteen people have died in avalanches in this country over the past week, the most for a seven-day period in more than 100 years. Overseas, rescue teams in northern India have been trying to get to three dozen power plant workers trapped in a flooded tunnel. It happened after part of a glacier broke off and sent debris and water crashing down a mountain. At least 18 people are dead, more than 100 missing. In Israel, Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu appeared in court today to plead not guilty at his corruption trial. 
just weeks before national elections. In the 1980s, George Shultz was this country's foremost diplomat. George Shultz has been a Marine, an academic, a businessman, and a public servant. He was Ronald Reagan's Secretary of State with the Middle East and Soviet Union, his points of focus. Shultz died over the weekend at his home in California on the Stanford campus at 100. It's the worst of winter this week with a polar vortex settling in. Much of the country will experience below freezing temperatures and in more than a dozen states in the Midwest and Plains, they've plunged below zero. It seems a lot of what we've taken on during the pandemic will stick with us when it's over. A majority of Americans surveyed nationally plan to continue wearing masks, avoiding crowds, and wash hands frequently. The survey from Ohio State University. Over 75% indicate that they were interested and willing to continue precautionary measures even after the pandemic has subsided. The survey's Dr. Ian Gonsenhauser. A lot of these things have become ingrained for individuals. It takes a lot to revert back to things that are going to feel a lot less safe. Stephen Kaufman, CBS News. Former Trump attorney Michael Cohen has a podcast called Mea Culpa. In an interview airing today, he apologizes to Trump protagonist Stormy Daniels for the fallout over the hush money he paid to her on Mr. Trump's behalf. She says her battle is just starting. And that's the CBS World News Roundup for Monday, the 8th of February. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News.